This episode is brought to you by Rick's Eyewear. Eyewear that inspires confidence. If you would like to buy some premium eyewear, sunglasses, blue light frames, prescription, head online now, rickseyewear.com.au and check it out. Caps has been Australia's home of headwear since 2012. From snapback to fitted, curved peak to flat peak, our hats will fit anyone and everyone. Since then, we've grown and evolved into the leaders of US sports apparel in Australia. Head online at caps.com.au and check it out. Righto, let's get into the show. Well, boys, we'll just open up with... Yeah, uh, rude not to, wouldn't it? Do it on there. Let's just listen to this. There's one. Oh, wow. Oh, oh that's Cheers, just the heavens opening up. Cheers. Yeah, good to see you. Hey, great to see you. Hey, good this? Oh. Oh, delicious. Oh, God. That's nice. And it's very good. It's sweet nectar. Tastes I really look forward to opening that. That's really yeah, nice. It tastes is like, nice. Thank uh, you, mate. Tastes like we're not going to work tomorrow. Well, it says that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I will say. <laughs> Don't say it. That is the branding on it. It's mate, incredible. The, can, the can's a gag. It's a, it's a, it's a, you can hold a gag in your hand and enjoy the beer. So, oh, I'm wow. Glad, um, I'm glad God's brought the good cans. They've absolutely been No, all well, these ones, yeah. <laughs> these yeah, got yeah it looks like you're going down the cricket nets. Ran out of grey nickels. Yeah, we promise you that when you buy some, they're actually in better condition than these ones, but they still taste good. That's great, man. And I love lager. I'm not a big ale man. I love mm. lager. So, yeah, was, so that a, easy. was that a decision when you started it? I think so. We tasted a few, didn't we? Yeah. We tasted a few. And then we initially, we like, let's make a beer that we will like and we'll want to drink. Yeah. We're going to make something for someone else who we know they'll hate it. So, let's make it for us. And then went down there and tasted one too many and how it came. It was actually pretty easy. They brought out five or six and said, all right, both tell me which one you like. We said number three. He said number three, and it was all done. Bob's your uncle. Perfect. The rest perfect. of the history. It was perfect. So, so yeah, everyone that's... goes, oh, it was an extensive process. It probably took about 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Minutes. And we're done. So we'll, dive, we'll, dive, we'll dive hard into this. So, like, when you start a beer for that, the process, like, let's strip it right back. Mm. Like, where did the idea come from? Literally, like, so cliche, just at the pub being like, we could do this. Like, again, one too many Drinking the pub, like, mate, let's just do it. Like, why not? Why not do it? And then I think that one, it was more of a throwaway comment. And then it just grew legs. And don't know, for me, it just stayed in the back of my head. And it was like, okay, it's still there. Like, it's like you put something on a shelf and it will annoy you enough that you have to act on it. So it stayed there. And then the follow up the next week was like, mate, you know how we said that? Like, let's actually do it. Like, why not? And then from there, just. Screw legs. That's yeah. how I remember it. When people say like things organically grow, like this was just literally just organically grew, coming yeah. from an idea. Then we reached out to a few brewers and they were keen. So obviously with God's platform um, and presence in, on social media. Um, so we just started to plant more seeds, taste a few beers, made it through brewers, and it just kind of went from leg to leg to leg to all of a sudden where obviously in tank and then starting to finalise can design and then we've got the beer and away we go. So It's so good. It's yeah. so good because that's the thing. People have the idea. They never have the balls to, to go through with it and it, it takes a lot of balls because it does, you know, it's a, obviously a side hustle, but you got to do it properly. Where where did you go? Like what brewery did you pick in the end? Yeah, they're called Gypsy Hub. So they got a, a brewery in Collingwood next to the Collingwood Hotel uh, and then their actual warehouse in Preston. So a new oh, one man. there. Yeah. So, so local lads. Local lads. They're unbelievable. They've been great to work with. As Nick said, like literally tasted five beers, new straight away, which one it was. And then they've helped us throughout the whole time. Like we going into it, we had no idea. Like uh, we were just an idea. We're not in this space at all. Our business side is Nick. So he knows most business stuff. So in terms of setting up for us right now, costings, profit margins, where we're losing money, that's his side. And um, I'm all the marketing. So, but- 
in terms of the actual getting the beer in the can, Gypsy Harbour, they've been unbelievable. It's so important that they make the process. Smooth Literally. Yeah. They, like, they yeah. specialise in like helping small people grow. Like he said, he'd probably have 10 to 15 people come to them a month being like, want to start a beer, want to start a gin. And that's what they specialise in, like getting them out of the ground. But for like, like I said, mm. for us, it's just been seamless. And we thought we made a shitload of mistakes, but he looks at us and goes, you boys have nailed it. He goes, other people make so many more mistakes. But for us, we, we're fucked up a few things. Oh, mate. <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah, we're going to get right into that. So many Who up. doesn't fuck up, mate? <laughs> we made fucking oak in every mistake you could make in the first, how long have we been live for now? Like six months. And every, every fuck up. Right. <laughs> Brule's saying to us that we've been good, so other people must really yeah, fuck yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> what are they doing then? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck it. They suck. What were things that you made mistakes oh, on? Oh, mate, look at the can. There's spelling mistakes on it. <laughs> I reckon so, that's good. Where, where's the mistake? Sip responsibly instead of responsibly. Oh, really? <laughs> that's one. Um, be rude not to is T-O-O. Should just be T-O. So there's two on the can. The QR code takes you to Goz's one highlight. <laughs> no, that was, no, that was a mistake. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I should have never thinking about it. Um, I also remember a highlight of yours when I was I um, watching. The, no, but it never, it never counted. The big screamer. May mark of the year. That wasn't and Dion mark of the kicked year. it. Yeah. yeah, well, we hesitated first. Yeah. He should have just gone, mate. You know, wheel and go as I say it. <laughs> Not that I say it anymore. What did it count again? Because I remember watching it. Got touched, allegedly, oh. off the boot, mate. Is that when you were in number 47? 47, first game, mate. I've touched the roof at Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Literally <laughs> touched Mars. As the umpire's gone, play on. I was like, mate, you, you got cost that me. day, and then your career just went hard down. Oh, oh mate, man. That's about Hilux. Like, it's amazing how quick your career can go from there to, you know, just That's, not take uh, off. It's a game of centimetres, apparently. <laughs> 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 Truly is. Look at it. Hey, look at us now. Look at us now. Oh, well, that, that is that is great. These failing mistakes, to be honest, they're not that big of a deal. Like I don't. I don't, does anyone who's the first one to tell you that, that uh, you spelt mm. responsibly yeah. wrong? We rolled him out at Gosses thirtieth, and a couple of people started to read and go, "Oh, that tastes like I'm not going to work tomorrow." That's funny. Sip Reese, is that a marketing ploy? Because you're too drunk. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was like, like, "Yeah, that's what we're going for." I was in no condition to answer that question when that came through, but literally, like it, it missed Nick, missed me, missed a graphic designer who put it together, and then got to the stage where people were like what's going on here? Like, you've done that on purpose. <laughs> no, we haven't. That's a genuine mistake. That is great. Oh, you got to be like, you got to be so careful. Like, you see, these are our first drop cans and the proclaimed goat of lager. Mm. Like, even around that, like mountain goat. Oh, so we yeah. had word around, like, making sure in our next drop we, we get that yeah. Yeah. taken off, just given copyright and things like that. So there's a bit you got to take into account. There yeah, is. So and you don't want to walk into that legal stuff early, boys. Not Mate, that's the last thing. Yeah, that's the last <laughs> thing we need. Some big heavy hitter taking us to the cleaners. No, you just keep, <laughs> just keep smelling everything incorrectly. That's actually a mistake. It's not supposed to be you guys. It's supposed to be Cal Draft. Yeah. <laughs> they come along. Oh, so who, so did you, who, you both designed the can or being the creative, you were heavily involved in that? Uh, well, we both had like our feedback on it. So we probably did things, maybe not the untraditional way, but we just wanted to get, we wanted to see it before we did anything. So we want to see like the color of it. We want to see logos before we put any business plan in, before we looked at finances. We just generally needed to bring it to life to then go, okay, what's the next step? So um, we hired uh, a great graphic designer, Sam from Proudest Punch Studios, who specializes in liquor graphic design. And he literally laid out, you know, spent hours of meetings with us being like, we want it to be, you know, this feel, what it was represent. So having a good time, more than a feeling, the actual beer. And then he brought it to life and gave us different logos, color palettes. Yeah. Like literally had, how many color palettes do you Well, we're originally going to go with an orange, like a teal orange. Yeah. Um, with the same can, but like a different color. Um, and then I saw, do you know the Milk Lab 
the little they put the milk in there and they heat it up when you're making coffee and you get all the different milk lab colors like the the no, I don't dispenser know. things. I'd love to lie to you and say, yeah, yeah. I was in a coffee shop and I seen one in this color and I saw it on the shelf and it stood out. Like there was like blue, uh, green, uh, orange. I saw that and it stood out. I took a photo and sent it to guys and I was like, this is our color. Mm. Anyway, he did it. He did this can up and then he sent it through and I was like, yeah, that's us. Yeah. We both loved it. Yeah. yeah it's a, mate, it's a great color. Yeah. It's amazing how those little things, it just, do you guys use WhatsApp for all this stuff or what, what's your communication? Well, we should. I was going to raise it. We were just text. So like literally, our personal and business is just all mixed like yeah. there's stuff that I'll we, and emails as well like we're everywhere yeah, like, there's some stuff that I don't know what's happening it's today. the way it is though it's the way <laughs> it is it's just it's frantic one minute you got design sales oh, this that crazy. content literally especially being best mates like you talk that much shit throughout the week and then you're trying to scroll through your feed and try and find where you're actually talking yeah. about business we need to, we need to start yeah he's like did you approve that document I was like what document <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in between all the nude photos you sent me so it's crazy Oh Crazy. no, it, mate, it's well done. So when did um when did this start and who's involved? Is it just you two? Just us two, yeah. It's yeah. So um 50-50 split, so straight down the middle. Obviously, we've got amazing partners which helped us get to this point. But mm. we launched uh a couple of Thursdays ago, so about six weeks ago. Um we launched a fair bit of stock online and direct to consumers was always gonna be difficult with alcohol, yeah. but um sold out in thirteen days, which yeah, was that's good. Incredible. So it's um it's been a good response. So we're just trying to get some more stock mm. at the Without moment. Without getting into too many numbers, but did you go pretty hard at the start with your order or do you want to just be a little bit conservative? It was a little bit conservative. Like we just didn't know, you know what mm. I mean? Like obviously God's got a big presence, but very new to it. We didn't want to go balls out yeah. at the start. Um, but yeah, this next order, we're reloaded quite heavy just mm. given the initial response, yeah. which is nice. It is great. And I think that's, it's, you'd rather do what you've done than have it sitting on the shelves and trying Literally. to push it and push it. Build yeah. the demand, build the hype. Actually, that'd be the worst thing. I think. That's, what, that's what we knew. Like we knew that we'd get sales obviously, but we didn't know how many. So the last thing we wanted is like, so we did 4,000 layers. Last thing we want to do is sell 2,000 and then have 2,000 steel. That's just not moving. Yeah. Um, so now we sold out 13 days, which is great. And then straight away said to our brewer, look, we need to go into production again, like double the order. Yeah. Um, I think without knowing it, like – we had a decent strategy, but without actually having a decent strategy in place. Like we haven't like put a pen on paper, no, but we've both no. been around business and seen people do small business. So I think like like we had a good strategy without actually yeah. writing it down, and having a business plan set. Super naive. Like I think you need to be super naive to do business. Yeah. Like you need to actually have a dream and not have any like comprehension of. Well, for us, it was legal stuff, like costings even, yeah. um, distribution, how does it work? Like, we had no idea, or well, I had no idea, how does the beer actually get in the can? How do they put the can tops on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Question. Yeah. I was like, oh, I've got no idea that works. How do they do that? Well, I like still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is a quite an amazing process. It's like a machine that fucking screws. Yeah, I on. saw all your machines on your, and that that content's great because yeah. it's, it's those machines must be worth anything. I yeah. mean, how do they how yeah. they do so many cans? Amazing. and so many days. But it's I just think, like I, I think that's the the biggest thing that I, I I take away from it today is like just if if I if I personally knew now you know, stuff that I needed to know before we started, there's no way I probably would have jumped into it. Yeah, but it's crazy what goes into it. It's it's similar to what everyone says. Like uh, even with the sunny stuff, I th you know when we started that, I thought we're gonna be, you know, we're gonna do, it. and it's like the fuck is going on yeah. here? Like there's so many things to just getting a product. It doesn't matter whether sunnies or beer or we've spoken to the boys from Bay Juice. Anyone, anyone yeah, that's really. been on here and I already know, like <laughs> they say the same thing. They go, yeah. we had fucking no idea what we're doing. No idea. But it's because you're so passionate at the start. You're like, let's mm. get it. Let's get our own beer. We'll flog it. We'll get it out there. 
we'll fuck it up. But at the end of the day, you'll probably nail it. And that's because you've made those mistakes early, you know? Literally. And that's what we always said to each other. Like, I've, at the end of the day, you've got to be with your best mate. Like, fuck, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a fucking dream, like, of any young bloke to go, mate, I've literally got my own beer brand with your best mm. mate. Even if it doesn't start, we'll drink it all. Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. So well, it costs you, a lot, but yeah. it tastes good. I mean, yeah, well, you need to drink that many beers. Yeah. You might as well start your own. Exactly. Yeah, you know, you probably right. fund it yourself. Yeah, exactly. I know you are, but then you could drink your own. That's funny. So, what is the distribution model in a sense? Is it mainly online at the moment? Are you in any stores? I know that, but I'll pass to the logistics man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Our first drop was all direct to consumer online. So, we'll keep that platform going. Obviously, good margin, direct to consumer. Um, And we're just about to roll out with Coles Liquor which is nice. So That's massive. We'll be in vintage sales stores uh, throughout the whole of Victoria. They've got 20 stores throughout Victoria. Massive. Um, on October 25th, they're doing a big launch for us in Carlton on August the 12th. So we're doing a full store takeover. So SIP will take over the whole store. Oh, wow. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. cool. That's really massive. cool. So they're, massive. they're like taste tests, pizzas for the night, get some Carlton boys down and literally just pump Sippy all night. Mm. Um, so that's a good opportunity. And then hopefully the next year start to roll out in the likes of Liquorland yeah. and First Choice Liquor. Yeah. That's massive. Yeah. That, that'll be a good night. Kevin's Posted will help shout that out as well. Yeah. That'll be uh, the pizzas. You'll be rolling around with the pizzas, won't you? Oh, man, I'll do whatever needs to be done, mate. Oh, no, I'm not doing that much else, so may as well. <laughs> That's what I will say. With the business split, most people are like this. There's 50-50, and then you've got mm. the creative, and you've got the what I call the brains, but it's more the operations and mm. all that. With the creative side, the content is your yeah. content king. Yeah, yeah. How's it going? The one-man show at the moment? or Yeah, at the moment it is. No, it's, it's good, though. Like, I think... We are pole opposites in terms of what we do for the business. And Sippy, like Nick is like spreadsheets on spreadsheets and documents and legal stuff and like sign here. We need to get a, you know, Sippy has a own business, needs his own bank account. He doesn't know he doesn't own any of it. I own 100% <laughs> yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. I signed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you saw me sign stuff, I'm like, yeah, no worries. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't read it <laughs> at all. Um, and then the creative is like, the marketing side is me, but you know, I'm, I'm super passionate about that and, you know, while he gets it to the start line, I, you know, think my role is literally pushing out there and trying to sell as much as I can, which is great. And, and we, we need that. We need to be experts in our own fields. Otherwise, this just wouldn't work. And there'll be times he'll just text me like a random video and be like, this is our next marketing ploy. And I'm like, what the fuck are you thinking about talking about? He sent me the um, that video. What was the video you did? The Gautier ones. Mate, yeah. I, I was just about to bring that in. Yeah. He sent that to me and he's like, this is my next marketing ploy. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then all of a sudden he sent me this video of his phone. I'm like, I don't know where your head's at, but yeah. I love it. It's That's great. Crazy. And it was, yeah. man, who painted your face? Anna did. Yeah. Anna's, Anna's a superstar. She is a superstar. The only thing is though, I didn't get like body paint. I got full acrylic canvas paint. So the paint that I painted on me, it had to stay on for like two hours to film it and get it right. So I washed it off. Took an hour to wash it off. And all of a sudden my pores, like the paint soaked into my pores. So my skin was bright red, rashing up. Like I got pimples and I was popping the pimples with like brown paint coming out. Like pink paint there. It was absolutely cooked. Like yeah, worth it probably, but not really worth it at the same time. Oh, I thought it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. That's Need a behind the scenes yeah. video of that. Exactly, I know. It was a great response online. And um, nah, that was that was one thing that uh, I love seeing. Yeah. The uh, other thing that I noticed before we get into it is the, um, I saw on Sippy, I think it was a Sippy, but blokes are sending in videos of them oh, taking hangers. Yeah. yeah that, is, that is gold. <laughs> I've seen some videos lately of blokes just jumping on backs and just slamming slamming themselves into it the turf. Unreal. Have you I seen know. the initial video? The one that started it all? I don't think I've seen the initial. Maybe I'm onto it it's late. On Sippy. It's Sippy. I think it's there. The first one on Sippy, and it was we'll literally- get it up. Braden, have you had to chuck this on while you're talking? Yeah. It was literally Nick and I, we're driving. We're driving. Oh, yeah, we're driving, yeah. <laughs> John Arogel, Nick's like, check this out. And it's like some blokes just 
What did he do? Send it into you about taking a hanger at a he bar? He sent it into the sippy yeah, and he just go. I don't know what he. I don't know what the commentary was, but he's just <laughs> fucking launched from about twenty meters back, and there's this old bloke having a beer at the bar, and he's just taking his all time <laughs> hanger over the top of him, just eating shit. Like over to Goz, he's like, "This is our next marketing ploy." It's just blown up. It's all that. So we did sippy hangers, and then we did it for three weeks. And it was great. We will pick a winner. We, I know we're running a competition on it um, to give him sippy. And then, like, three weeks in, we're like, people are like, we're sending in hangers and, like, landing and, like, breaking their arms. And, like, there's limbs going out sideways. Like, oh, it's probably not great to, like, keep to posting those ones. There's um, a guy that full on, like, snapped his arm. The other guy, like, dislocated his shoulder. And I was like, I said to guys, I go, I know you're a marketing man, but be careful. I need to, I just need to pull Literally. this back a little I'll bit. Head over here. Literally. Literally. But that's, like, another thing in terms of being naive. Like, you think when you start a business, you can, like, do, like, stuff like that, post whatever you want. But then, I did this bit looking in the marketing and advertising laws for like alcohol. You literally can't, you know, connect the dots between drinking and then injuring yourself, changing your mood, things like that. So like we have to be super careful with what we promote and how we do it. Otherwise you get your license taken away and we need our license to be able to sell the beer. That's one thing that we noticed. I think we've done collabs before for Ricks and we can't do too much with you can't you can't promote too much on digital advertising with alcohol, no. can you? There's no. so many rules and no. regulations around so it. You can't many. promote any water, like you can't promote it like changes your mood Change or mood. if you're drinking and do something silly, like you just gotta be so careful around it. Yeah. So yeah, heavily right. regulated. Yeah, yeah, right. So you guys start you just educating yourselves, are you speaking to people about that on the fly? No, I was just trying to read through the regs yeah. and just play a bit more cautious footy at the moment, yeah. just to make sure straight down the line. Yeah. Oh, mate, I'm head deep in documents and novel, mate. It's like a novel for me. Oh, God. How do you go? Like, I'm the same as you, so I lean way over there. Like, my business partner's like you like, and everyone else. I, I mean, I was having a laugh today, but spreadsheets, put them in green and red. Yeah, make it easy. Highlight what the yeah. problem is and what's going well, and the rest yeah, you give sort me a out. Point summary. Green, good, red, bad. That's all I need. Sign you up. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Put your spreadsheet together. Like, how long do you reckon that would take you? Oh, mate, even the numbers he crunches with me now, he shows him, like, he get our profit loss and where we're losing money, where we need to make money, how we can like cut costs. I look at it and say, mate, I love you, but that's just a bunch of random numbers <laughs> yeah, to me. Yeah. I know there's some words on there, but what the fuck does that number mean? <laughs> yeah. He looks at me and just goes, just make money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and he'll, he'll go through and goes, so essentially what I'm saying is you need to cut costs X, Y, and Z. I was like, mate, fucking don't ever do that again. Just go do it and come back to me. Do what <laughs> yeah. needs to be done. Just tell me how many more views I need to sell. Yeah, exactly. Fucking funny. But, Oh, that's brilliant. Well, for everyone listening, Sippy Lager, you, you've you've sold out, but mm. you're going to be back online soon. Next four weeks, we'll be back online. Yeah, Beautiful. Well, this will yeah. go up on Thursday. So Thursday night tonight, four weeks to go. Make sure you you head online. Um, what the website is just Sippy Lager. Yeah. Yeah. How'd yeah. you go getting the name as well? Actually, that's, I haven't asked you that. The Crazy. name. Yeah. We, wanted to, we went Sippy, we wanted to like do sippy.com so we could maybe branch out and do mm. sippy seltzers or sippy pale ale a little bit yeah. so we're, we're kind of hamstrung to sippy lager at the moment yeah. but we're working through that at the moment we tried to buy so there's a guy over in Jamaica who had <laughs> the, so his Instagram handle was sippy yeah. and he like hadn't posted for like three years so like we'll message him and like offer him 500 bucks to buy the handle yeah. just flat out no just nothing <laughs> just, Mate, I've got the same issue with Rick <laughs> some like, bloke from yeah. Belgium he's the worst DJ in the world and I've got, we got, I've got a tick from footy you know, I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't message him because I, I back myself in. Yeah. You've got to do it like, you know, pretend like, you, you know, just there's nothing going on. Here's 500. Mate, we've probably even like upwards of that. Yeah. Not interested. <laughs> like, mate, just give us the All name. The you haven't posted for three years, mate. Yeah, like, literally. take a thousand bucks and move on. All <laughs> the same. Then, well, Bucks, the first one that put it on the radar, is like, mate, there's some Jamaican guy with Sippy. Like, I'm going to text him for you. Like, we're going to get this username and then flat out nut. So Sippy in Jamaica, mate, full credit to you. <laughs> you drive a hard bargain. It's <laughs> tight. Yeah, real tight. Did, did you go, keep going or was there, like, just stopped at the, the thousand? Oh, well, we stopped, I, well, we, we stopped straight away. Like, he's not going to sell it to us. And then 
there was another sippy the other day on TikTok. There's sippy who's like an Aussie DJ who's a chick, and then one of her mates tagged um, her in one of our content pieces, like, "Oh, check this out!" Like they're literally using your DJ name for beer. I was like, "Don't flatter yourself." No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not at all. So it's just like even the name, like coming up with sippy. I think that's up there. Oh, I find. I know your spreadsheets are hard, mate, but <laughs> the actual creative of coming up with a name for something is so tough. Mm. Like, so tough. I had Dan's Lager. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that'll do. Yeah. Dan's Lager. Something, I had something like Beer, Beery or Beer Boy. Like, just the worst shit. They'll look back on it. I'm like, it's what the were best, you thinking? Though. So good. But then when Sibby came along, I sent it to you and, like, it was just like, yeah, that's it. Like, it just fits. Yeah. We were just pinging names back and forth, weren't we? Mm. We had Sunday sippers. We're like, uh, it doesn't yeah. too long. Yeah. And God's just rang me one day. He's like, Sippy. I was like, yeah, that's nice. Clean. Yeah. It's yeah. clean. It's quick. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got to be able to fit on the can as well. All yeah. those yeah. little things. Exactly. Grab me a sippy. You know what I mean? It, it rolls off the tongue well. So yeah. Someone wrote something in while you used to talk. <laughs> no, so I wrote no. a few questions in and no, there was no. some funny, there was some funny questions. <laughs> um, how many sippies could a sippy sip if a sippy could sip sip? <laughs> that's a good marking point, actually. <laughs> I'll take that one. I'm like, there's just so many things you can do with sip. There is. There's a lot of things you can do with sip. It's just like, it's just totally, back to the design of it, the blue, the, the neon, you know, I don't know if it's neon blue, but light blue is like, we wanted to make it super different to like the old school Carlton Draft, VB, um, Melbourne Bitter type. We wanted to, something that represents what it's supposed to do. So we want to be essentially part of massive moments. So around with your mates, um, big one for us is footy club. So being there for massive moments. Um and when we know we're not going to ever, ever be like a Carlton Draft or a VB where you're going to knock them off and all of a sudden everyone's buying you like a Great Northern, you're never going to reach that height. But if we can capture the moments and steal some of those clients um, because Sippy represents something more than just a beer to them, that's a massive win for us going forward. Yeah. Um, so so essentially, Sippy's more of a, yeah, it tastes good, but it's more of a feeling is what we're trying to sell. Yeah, and, and, and then you can capture that content. Everyone wants to be a part of it. Exactly, yeah. I can already visualise it. Imagine the Blues win the flag this oh, year mate, in the room. Got the big goggles on. They're spraying <laughs> sippy uh, everywhere. I'm doing rich goggles. Yeah. 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 We need to create them. I know. I've been <laughs> saying that. They do it in the NBA so well. I'm like, we need to create just 22 of them. Literally. I know. That, that's what you're talking about, though, aren't you? Yeah. Just those moments. That's what we want to be. A little, like that, the one to say about Carlton's perfect. Like, imagine the Blues get up and all the boys are holding sippies at, you know, whether they're celebration somewhere. Like, that's huge for us. We want to be the, the centre of moments. Because mm. um, we just know we'd love to compete with Carlton Draft and VB and the big dogs, and but it's just not going to happen realistically. Yeah. And we have to be super realistic where we're at. Like, the, yeah. the thing I see about it as well is like you create a little community. You know what yeah. I mean? Like your consumers, like I don't know, like you create this community feel where everyone's just hanging on to every post. Like as soon as you, so there's a release, they're onto it. And like yeah. obviously mm. a lot of it stands following from your social presence, but like the community out there is amazing. Like they've got around it so hard, and it's made yeah. it so easy for us. Mm. That's what you'd find with the podcast, wouldn't you? Like it. it it's great when you can offer another product and people yeah. talk to you and even feedback. Like I'm sure people don't realize being footballers, you love feedback. You mm. know, there's something wrong with it, a spelling mistake. Yeah. You don't really give a fuck. No. You just want to make, you just want to solve it straight away. 100%. So the community can really steer the ship pretty That'd quickly. Well, they, they really market it themselves. Like you can put up the photos and I can come up with great ideas, but it doesn't work unless people are getting behind it. Yeah. So, and the biggest marketing is when people share it, you know what mm, I mean? Because yeah. then it reaches to their followers and- The organic like, stuff. Yeah, our yeah. followers already see all that shit that we post. So mm. if like people outside of that are posting themselves and it reaches a different audience than what we might not be able yeah. to reach. So that's yeah. the biggest thing for us. When mm. people actually post the can and we get it in places that we haven't got it before, it's perfect. Yeah. Nah, spot on. And what are the plans for the rest of the year? Like you're going to throw some events. I can see us doing a couple of events here, 100%. taking the piss. Yeah. Um, 
but what are you with spring carnival around the corner you're going to organize some stuff there yeah yeah well essentially you know without it being down on paper and being solid we want to literally disrupt the market like what does it look like well being in events um you know getting on the radar of those bigger beers like these guys are doing events left right and center they're literally at the cold phase of every event like how are they doing that why are you know people are not drinking their beer as opposed to us so for us the rest of the year is literally just make as much noise as we can and yep. wherever that is whether it's spring carnival or whatever it looks like that's us yeah i love yeah. the australian open like Summer beer, nice blue can. Oh. Like they're just like, I don't mm. know, it just fits the Australian Open well. So we might try and get some beer in there. Yeah, yeah. Sponsor a marquee or something. Obviously. Yeah. Spot on. And yeah. that's the thing. There's just those massive vibes. I've always pictured doing the exact same thing, Project X style. Just yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> and you're like, oh, there's so many legalities again. Like the, the noise thing, complaints. Yeah. But if you can just get a house, yeah. fill it with 500 people and I'm just send it. it. Yeah. And film it. That's all you need <laughs> to do. And that's, I think we're kind of in that reckless space in advertising. Kind of want to, push the boundary, maybe even go over a little bit without losing a license. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because there's, that's probably the only way now to make noise and to get cut through is to actually be so out there and wild that people start talking about you. Mm. Um, you know, and going forward, I'm sure we'll do some stuff that you won't like. <laughs> um, but it'll get cut through and that's how you you reach new markets and get other markets. Yeah. It's easy to ask for forgiveness and approval. 100%. Yeah. We say that a lot. Here's a, yeah. a slab of sippy. That's great. Well, well done, lads, because it's it's not easy to, to start this and it's obviously a side hustle and you boys mm. have got busy uh, busy lives. Speaking of your lives, since mm. we'll get into the, um, the footy career. But, but what are you doing since you've finished footy, lads? Like, you've obviously got the podcast. What are you doing with yourself now? Uh, I'm running a building company. Um, so we're an insurance builder. So obviously respond to all the natural events around Australia. So all the flooding and things like that but, uh, like that up north. So pretty busy at the moment. But, um, yeah, been in that for three and a half years now. Mm. Nice. Yeah, so we're based out of Doncaster, Australia, my business. So, yeah, plenty of work on at the Carl moment. Carl Moore still working with you? Yeah, Carl Moore yeah, works. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he works, oh, yeah. works for me. A couple of other Carl boys, like Tom, Tommy Barr was there. David Arler works there. Big stick scanner. Hands there. Oh, there you go. The it's boys. A, it's a bit of Adrian, Adrian Gleason's one of our directors, so it's a bit of a Carlton graveyard. Yeah, that's but, great. Um, nah, it's a good crew. Like we, we've literally set it up like a footy team. Like we just mm. get we're actual targeting ex AFL players, like guys who are straight out of their careers, get them in, train them up, and then try and progress them through the business. So, nah, it's a good business. It's um, it's been really rewarding, which is nice. Yeah, that's mm. brilliant. Yeah. How long has Cal been there now for? He's been there a year. He started in my team, so he was. <laughs> he was <this. laughs> I was going to be getting me coffees for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Which you hate to hear, but um, he's moved into another business, but I'm going to try and get him back. He's a good operator. He is a yeah, good man. He's a good what about man. you, great man? You're not just doing the podcast. You're doing work away from there as well. Yeah, doing a bit. So the podcast, List Cloggers and 200 Plus, which is just, yeah, 10 episodes in, which has been going great. So, um, And then outside of that, Sippy on the side and brand manager for a, uh, a watch group which is good. So I'll start that soon. Um, lots of travel involved. So oh, man. it's super hard. Like, I don't know. I'm sure you're the same, mate, and, and you as well now with Sippy on the side. Like, it just juggles so many balls in the air. Like, it's so hard to invest 100% into one thing when you have mm. five things going on. Mm. Um, but I, I, I love it. I love having stuff on. I love having, having headaches, um, even though I don't know what's going on. I <laughs> yeah. love having them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're great. Depends um, on what they are. Like, especially um, – like the podcast stuff, how fun is talking, like talking shit. So good. But then it's the stuff behind the scenes of like, you're all, like if you're on your phone organizing mm. this and that and you're taking your energy away from it, it's all those little things Literally. that like can bring you unjust. But yeah. That's great, mate. So you got the new job starting with uh, the watch group. Yeah, in two weeks. Oh, wow. Two weeks. So I'm literally just playing golf at the moment. 
Um, Full time unemployed. Oh, well, mate. <laughs> well, yeah, it's good, though. It's, it's good. good yeah. That's all I kind of put up is Instagram these days. Let's be honest. Like, no one wants to see you grinding. So, no, if no. you put it <laughs> exactly. up, you fucking work, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my ass. I went to bed at 2 a.m. last night. I take a photo of my laptop. I know. I see people don't say, like, just back to your point of getting shit done behind the scenes. Like, no one would know how much work just went into this alone. Like, in terms oh, of like, that, the barcode there. Fuck me. I've never... I'd, do you ever got a barcode ever? No. It's a one, it's a one, it's a one operational thing I gave Goz to do is get this fucking barcode oh, on the And all he's done is whinge about the series. Fuck, man. What was, what, give me the process. I mean, I thought QR codes are the new thing now, but barcodes, what was so you, hard? you have to register your business as like you're selling a product and for our beer we've got the carton so the case that comes in the can and then these pack tech lids for six packs so you need three barcodes mate you don't reckon that's hard getting three barcodes to them so they give you they generate a new number for you and then you got to for us make sure that the corresponding barcode goes in the right thing otherwise when they sell it in store Fucking mayhem in the back end system. <laughs> and they didn't have them on the wrong cans. Yeah, mate, it wouldn't surprise us. cards that come through as a single can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for us, it probably, yeah, it wouldn't be far off being the truth. So, um, but yeah, it's just little things that, you know, we've, again, to earlier, the point where you said, well, have you fucked up? Fucking everything. Like, yeah, literally got to the stage where you do 12 hours of work for your work, like your full time job, and you get home and I'll be working four hours a night on this. Oh, you man. know what I mean? Like, I was, know exactly how you feel. It was fucking relentless yeah. at, at one stage. Like, when we were real close to launch, like, there's so much going on, trying to finalize liquor licenses, making sure the logistics were yeah. in place. Like, there were some big days in there. It's fine. I don't think, I, don't, I literally don't think one thing's gone smoothly. Yeah. Like, there's not been one thing where it's been such a seamless transition from start to finish. Everything has been a fucking setback or a headache. Um, and that's just, I think, just the, the stuff that comes with it. Builds character. Yeah, no, it does. It does. You literally reminded me when we started um, the Sunnies brand. Like, I remember when I was, I was still playing footy. No wonder I couldn't get a kick after this. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> like, do something off field. I'm fucking looking at ruin my career. <laughs> I literally was getting a- That was good for Rossi, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Rolling in. No wonder I'm late. I mean, I'm since one, mate. Fucking orders. <laughs> but, like, I literally just loved it. But you're right. There's just so many headaches and new things to get your head around. And it's actually really rewarding. Like, mm. there's little things like, you know, you might get an order here or there, yeah. or then there's a problem you're just solving it's your mates so you're like oh god let me look into it yeah. um i was post as well oh mate. isn't that a fun oh, one because mate. not only oh, that mate. it's sometimes okay is it us or is it you who's 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 made the mistake and sometimes it takes you two hours on the mate. phone to work oh, that out and then they don't take liability anyway <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've had yeah we've had a bit issue with the, the shipping which is it's probably only been for a handful but it's just like I'd, I'd, I hate that feeling letting someone down. So especially online for us, when someone goes online, it's the hardest way to get your beer. Like online, pay for shipping, it comes to your door, and then it doesn't rock up. Like that's the fucking worst feeling. hundred percent. Because we're sold out. So if something yeah. doesn't rock up, we can't give them more product, mm. which is tough. And so you've got to have that conversation. Yeah. So yeah. Give them a re- obviously give them a refund, but like they've ordered sippy, they want sippy. And they've missed out, so yeah. So obviously we, um, we'll fix them up in the next round. But yeah, the, the shipping and, and logistics around trying to get Alcohol or sunnies to anyone around Australia. Fuck, it was. It well, was how's it work with how's it work with alcohol? Because it's so because it's on oh. on the sunnies. It's weight. Yeah. yeah so like same. we can. So it's funny with the sunnies, right? We we started with this metal plaque, thinking like it was a certificate of authenticity, and it was metal, and it was it was classy oh, no. as, and it literally just tipped two pairs of sunnies over the five hundred oh. gram bag. So we we're paying like. You talk about margins. We yeah. had to get the kilo bag to send two pairs of sunnies. No. 
and that metal card, if we just took him out, it got us <laughs> just under 500. So we fucked him off on the side. It literally cost us thousands. That card. Yeah. Thinking, well, how classy is this? Yeah. Just little things like that. But I can't imagine sending all these like beers. Yeah, like Slab of beers, 10 kilos. Yeah. So you're shipping 10 kilos from here to WA. Like it's fucking expensive. So <laughs> what, what, what does it cost? From here to WA for two slabs, it costs you nearly 40 bucks. Yeah, right. Mm. So it's decent. Slab. Yeah. But Fair Metro good. Melbourne's pretty good. Like we hooked up with a brand called Ship It. So they like, they calculate where you live and then they like send it to like six different couriers and they calculate the best rate. Um, so Metro Melbourne's probably seven bucks. Yeah. So if you're inside like the Werribee or officer area, it's seven bucks. That's pretty good. But outside yeah. of that in Victoria, it's about 15. Like SA's maybe 20. Queensland's maybe 25. So it's it's WA's, WA's a killer. WA, WA yeah, it's is a big, killer. It's a big trek to WA. Oh, yeah. don't worry, mate. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm packing on me, buddy. Mate, Sunny's as they rock up next week. When we started, Literally. like it's just blame WA. I know. That's it. I can just on that. The shipping stuff, we pay a tax on the beer that leaves the the brewery. Oh, so not yeah. So every slab that leaves the brewery, we got to pay a tax on what well, alcohol tax. Isn't so fifty percent of fifty percent of the cost for our beer is tax. Oh wow, that's how much it's taxed to them. Tax, like alcohol is taxed. So the so government's cleaning up. Oh, in Australia, it's the third. It's a, for on alcohol, and this is my my, my nerdiness coming through. Mm, but I like we're it. we're taxed like the third. We're the third highest tax rate on alcohol in, in the world. Wow. So like they just sting you hard. So that's why we actually we're gonna do a um this is still four percent, we're gonna do a four point two, but the extra point two percent costs you like an extra five bucks yeah. in tax. Oh so really? Yeah. Tax on the alcohol percentage. Percentage, yeah. yeah. So I want to cut and draft it. What do they do? The alcohol free these days. Just on that, are you planning on extending the range or just keeping it just simple with lager at the start? I think oh, we'll nail yeah, we'll this. Yeah, nail this for now. Like mm. get this out and about, get it in some stores, and then we'll look to venture out from there. Yeah. 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 Like it's like I always, I don't know, like a pale ale would be nice, but I always I sippy salsa. Like, yeah, it'd be cool. Rolls off the tongue well. That'd, oh, be, yeah. that'd be nice. Yeah, I'm that'd a big be nice. beer, six beers, and then onto the uh, yeah. 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 salsas yeah. or whatever's I've going on. I've seen you tip a few, uh, seen you tip a few salsas back in your day. <laughs> yeah. I think we all have, actually. We're <laughs> <laughs> sipping the sippies in now. Yeah, yeah, Just sure. on the orders, I've seen the biggest order you've had because it's always good. Do you have, is it Shopify? What do you use yeah, for your Shopify? Do you have the thing that goes, could you turn it on? Ching, ching, That was like, that was amazing when we launched this here. Ching, ching, ching. We launched it like Richmond playing Carlton. I was going to the game. Sitting in the pub in the Royal. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> um, and, and my phone was just going nuts. It was just like cha ching, cha ching, cha ching. So, like, the first night was unreal. The yeah. blues ended up getting done, which sucked. But um, yeah. you can only, with us, you can only, with our liquor license, you only order two slabs. Oh, it's max two. Yeah, max two per person, unfortunately. So, yeah. the in store, you can buy as many as you want, but online, it's only two. Is so that, that for everyone? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. sucks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. So, someone wants to bulk buy. Yeah. We have to go in store when we, we restock can, in store. And so, you have, so you have to be in store and you yeah. can load up. Yeah. So we can sell like as many as we want to anyone who's got a liquor license. But if you don't have a liquor license, you can only sell two. There you go. Yeah. That's actually a fun fact. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So we've sold, uh, you know, a couple lots of 20 to wholesalers. You know, they have their own, what's one, a premix king in Torquay recently bought 20. And they can do that because they're their own license. But yeah. if it's you or me, we can only get two mm. online. Unless you come see me in the car park with cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't Don't <laughs> Actually, this is a funny story. Speaking of Carlton, Brad Lloyd, he'll love this. So Brad Lloyd used to be a um, he used to be a recruiter at, at Frio, and yeah. I just started Ricks. And speaking of this, this reminds me of a funny story. I absolutely stitched him up. He goes, oh, because he bought. He's such a nice man. So he's bought a pair of Ricks as I've launched. I'll never forget. He had the black Delanos, and uh, and he's he's like the only bloke that bought these black Delanos. I swear to God, right? Anyway, and he's walking around. He goes, I got the Ricksies, right? Anyway, and then one day he's um he's lost them like six months in, and I had them all in the back of the car because I was selling them. I was selling them. 
cash the at the square thing. Like, I was hustling just to get bloody, yeah. get rid of the first stock. And he goes, oh, he goes, train, he goes big T train. He goes, I've lost me Rixies. I need to get another pair. And I said, funny you say that, mate. I've got some in the car. And he was like, and all the recruits around, he goes, oh, oh. And then I come back, hang on a second. So I ran up with the square machine. He's like, fuck, he's done me in here. And I caught him live. And I'm like, thank you. He would have expected you to go, here you go, mate. Oh, mate, I bear. think he was burning. <laughs> he was just, right. you know, the old, oh, man, I'll get another yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, funny you Great say prep. that. That's yeah. right. Great he's prep by you. He's probably, on, he's probably on 600 a year now, so you can get yeah. him buy some more. So so you know, all around the car with the little I just had all the, I had all the sunnies in the back, had all the range, times two, mm. and little square, you know, little square machines. Yeah. And that was just hooked up on your phone, little app. So yeah. when the boys wanted one, cash was a bit of a nightmare sometimes because like you got it. So I could rather go yeah. through the, the, the system and you can keep track of your orders and all yeah. that. So you just stock take, you know, where it's Smart. at. Because it's different. It's not like one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was doing that for about a year. Go to cafes, everything. Mate, can I buy a pair of sunnies? Where do I try them on? You I'm get like, the spot. Yep. Yeah. Funny you say that. In alleyway. So come on. What do you want? Mate, I was, I was, you wonder why I didn't get a kick, mate. I was selling sunnies left right. Yeah, mate, you were that guy at public house. I saw you had sunnies. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> flicking all around. <laughs> Bali, mate. <laughs> you got anything you can do to get off Literally, the ground. I know. It's hard getting off the ground. Fucking oath it is. Now, on the footy career, lads. So, mm. funny, fun fact. You both kicked 11 sausages. Are we? There you go. Yeah. Well, probably the better 11. Dan played 26 games yeah. and uh, Nicky <laughs> played 48. <laughs> so Dan kicked more. He averaged more. Yeah. Go but, machine. Um, let's talk about the footy career. Let's. We're all on the same page. It's a tough game, but we all had a few years and, and played at the right. top level. What do you, when you reflect now and you look back, what do you, what comes to mind? Oh, a lot. <laughs> I'm trying to just get rid of the PTSD. <laughs> no, I think I've, I've joked massively in the last few years about my career and how shit it was, but I think we can all say like unbelievable experience to do it. Like so many doors got opened outside of footy for us. Um, the footy side, yeah, we can talk about how shit it was and how bad we were in training, but actually experienced it like 18, leaving home and like just generally having to grow up straight away. Like got thrown out of home, no idea how to f- – actually survive the world, pay a bill, and then you come out of it and you actually got so many life skills. For me, that's like the biggest takeaway I take outside of getting delisted twice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still like, I left school in year nine. So like I was 15 and left school. Yeah. And then like mm. to be in a position that I'm now through like work, that's just through connections through footy. Mm. So mm. like I'm a massive blues man. Like I was one of the guys that left the club on like such good terms. Like I, I should have been delisted after my third year. They just kept me around because I was a good guy. <laughs> They're important. Yeah, really. Literally, Actually, like are. I was just hanging on for dear life, and then they just said, "Mate, we've kept you here for three more years." Yeah, we did. Just got to cut cut the cord. But like I was there for six years, and I still love it. it the best six years of my life. So yeah. it, was, it was obviously teaches a lot, and the ups and downs, and mental health of obviously going in and out a lot, which you would experience oh, as well. Yeah, it's brutal. But um, for the life after footy, fuck it, sets you up so well. It's so much easier, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. Like that Thursday uh, training session when you're just on the fringe. <laughs> And you and you you're thinking about four things. I don't care what you say. Like you got all the guns going. What's he doing? You're like, mate, I'm playing on the wing. I think I'm a chance this week. <laughs> no, I'm not on the oppo team. <laughs> mate, come in for a meeting. You're oh, like, no, you had to play some match play, and you're running. And you're like, fuck. If I get a bib, I'm not in the good. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you he's like walking around with a bib, and he throws it to you like I'm done. For yeah, you, yeah. Uh, that's fucking crazy. It's funny when blokes. Um, it's funny when blokes that play every week. They get dropped once in their life and they just spit the dummy. They, and they, you can see them, they grab that beer, but oh, this is bullshit. Mm. And you're just thinking, mate, try doing that every second really? week. Mate, I'm the most years. dropped AFL player in history. Really? Ever. 
Is that really that's a fact? My, that's my fun fact. More yeah, now. I've been dropped more than any other AFL player ever. Fuck, I'd have to be close in the history of the game. <laughs> I reckon I've got the most emergency. What's that game you had where you dominated, got dropped? I uh, had 28 one day and got dropped. Are you kidding? <laughs> you don't know why. Me, me and Cripper couldn't play in the same midfield. Oh, <laughs> you could have been Cripper. Oh, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's unbelievable. What are you meant to do there? You're 28, 28 and, and dropped. How many oh, no. times have you been dropped? Uh, 22. 22. Oh, oh, so, four, so you've played 40, four, what, six? Every second game you've dropped. And got, and got dropped And 22. 48, what a fucking stitch up. Like, yeah. Two more, you're two <laughs> more. Give me I two think more. it was around 22. It was around that. Uh, someone tweeted it to me anyway. Then I've actually looked it up and I've um, I've taken the cake. So wow. when I get pissed and have a few beers, that's my claim to fame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sippy Largo, we know where to go. Yeah, that, man. Man. that is outstanding. Those who, is, you have, how many coaches did you have? Uh, three. I had Mick. Which was uh, that was that was so much fun. Love me, John. John Barker is interim, and then big bolts. Big yeah, bolts to finish off. So, who gave you the most games out of those three? I think bolts did. Yeah. yeah, the little man. Mick played me a little bit, but we didn't see eye to eye. It's funny when a coach doesn't see eye to eye. You're just screwed, oh, aren't you? Oh, fuck. Mate, talk about Rocket. It's oh, me. I was screwed round three. Really? I remember I played, what was maybe his first year when he came into coach. So I, I played round one. I thought, how good is this? I'm playing all year. Travel down to Melbourne, like fans, one fan knows you. I'm like, yeah, okay. Don't distract me right now. But play the whole season. <laughs> um, played, I um, got in the best players round one in the AFL. I'm going, how good? Mum and dad, come up to the Goldie round two. I'm fucking, I'm shooing. Best players. Got a drop for round two. Back in for round three. I was like, bugger this. Like, come round four. I was nowhere near. Like, dropped again. I was like, Rocket, am I actually going to play like, what I need to do, like I really just want to make sure I'm part of the team going forward. He goes, you don't need to worry about that. We're not going to play for the rest of the year. You can start fielding <laughs> offers like around Is other clubs. I was like, Rocket, mate, I don't think you know how this works. I can't go to other clubs. Hey, I'm a two-time drop player already around four. Let's, you know, let me go to you. <laughs> that's like, negotiate. Yeah, that's not how it works. So literally like wrote me off. It's like, you're not going to play for the rest of the year. That is so fucked. Fucked. So I played Neeful for the rest of the year and jo- thank God for Josh Fraser, who you've been under oh, as no, well. Josh, he's a good man. He was the NEFL coach and for the rest of the year he was like our goal is to literally get you on a list by the end of the year. Yeah, it's brilliant. So I knew I was screwed when, uh, when Mick walked in after a game and said if you put as much time into your hair no, into your game as you did your hair do you'd actually make a half decent AFL <laughs> <half> player. <laughs> <laughs> so no worries Mickey Milkshake sings the feedback. <laughs> He <laughs> love that. Okay, no, we'll send that clip to him. There's just a fucking ruthless game oh, in it. It's fucked. It actually is fucked. Like, people will I think that pisses like not. I understand like people don't know the behind the scenes stuff, but like people say, oh, well, they got to complain about like they're getting paid well. One, no, we're fucking not. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not getting paid well. <laughs> you guys are getting paid. <laughs> but it's like it's, it's actually brutal. Like if you're not a star player and you're on the fringes, like you don't know where you're playing week in week out. It's horrendous, mate. That's. Oh, I remember when Freya was on the um when when they decided to come out publicly and say we're rebuilding. And like, as a player, you're like, feel good. Yeah. Oh, so we're not trying to win anymore? Or what? Like, fucking hell, we're out here busting our ass. And you're saying it's a four year plan. Yeah. Am I in that young bracket or the old oh, bracket? I was 25. I'm like, what fucking bracket am yeah. I in? Uh. And then they started just culling blokes. And you could tell what was going on. They were getting pressure from above to play the kids. And I remember mm. one day, I was just like, I'm not copping it. And I remember mm. getting dropped and like, it was a few boys. There's, you know, there's, there's some heads in the meeting. And I just had enough. Mm. And I'm just like, now fuck that. I was just like, nah, I'm, I'm, you can't drop me. And they're yeah. like, we are dropping oh. you. And I'm like, you can't drop me for that bloke. And you never put your teammates down, but I knew who was coming in. I'm like, 
I'm better than him. I, I, I just can't see how you're playing this guy. Yeah, it's yeah. almost corrupt. I love that. And then I, it's like, I didn't really say anything. He's like, mate, you're not miss, you're not you're not getting the feedback. Like you're not in the best twenty two. And I'm like, no, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm telling I'm you, I'm telling you, I am. That guy sucks. I'm like, I'm better than that bloke. And just they're like, you accept it. Yeah, just refuse. I had enough. And then in the end, you get delisted that year because this is like it's time to move on. But oh, fuck, mate. it's just so hard oh, to play in a losing shit. team. Yeah. And there's a rebuild message from above, and you're like, well, we, well, this is fucking mud. Oh no. When you're, especially when you're winning as well. Yeah. When you like, sorry, when you've come from a winning culture yeah. and then you're losing, yeah. it's like, fuck, are you serious? Like, well, how can I like, not be in the winning team now? No. The culture, like, we, like, we, I was through Carlton in a pretty dark time. Like, there's times where, like, I was getting dropped and I wouldn't even get told, and you'd watch the teams be released on the news, and I wasn't oh, in the source, bro. I'm like that. Like, that's when the club was in a pretty shit position. They're obviously a lot better oh, um, yeah. towards the back end of my career, but. Even some of the guys I was getting dropped for, you look at them now, at least they're going all right. Like Zachy Fisher, yeah. like at the time, like yeah. I was getting dropped for him and he's a fucking superstar now. So at mm. least those boys are coming a bit. Saying. Yeah, I was just saying, I was getting picked because Charlie and Harry need games. I'm like, fair enough, ma'am. Yeah. You know, fair enough, I see that. They're going all right. But I knew I wasn't part of the rebuild when I got dropped from the twos to the thirds because <laughs> the new draftees need experience in the VFL. I'm not part of this rebuild at all then, am I? I rocked up at 11. <laughs> like, what do you do? I mean, it's mate, a fact. I know you're joking, but mate, that kills you. Mate, this boy, literally, I was going to write VFL, maybe average 11 and a goal. So, okay, serviceable. Mate, one bloke was averaging three touches and like a point, and I've got a job for him to play thirds at 11 a.m. <laughs> mate, I've rocked, <laughs> I've rocked up at 11. Mate, like, literally. Don't think about playing thirds. It's so early, early, early mate. So Eight going to, oh. going to work. I rocked up at 11 to start to get prepped for the VFL game. And I started to watch some of the development. And I see goals line up a full forward. I didn't know. I was like, That's what right. is going on? Cool development. <laughs> Fucking top 10 draft pick in development five years in. He's playing against 16 year old kids. <laughs> Oh. That's brutal. You almost should just take your shoes off and run water. Oh, that's literally, that's when I was like, oh, and that was my last year. I'm like, this is, this is, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, no, bugger this. I'm it's not, too hard. I'm not here. Like, mentally, I'm not doing this. Waking up, as you said, at 8 a.m., going, I'm literally driving to Preston City Oval to play against 16 year olds. I'm 25 <laughs> years old. I'm a top 10 draft pick and I'm playing thirds. <laughs> You're like, literally kicking the jaw off in the middle of the winter. I was like, there, there just has to be more to life than this. <laughs> and there wasn't a review either. Like, phrases like, how you feeling? It's like, mate, fucking horrendous. How do you reckon? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like it happened to me once. It's like, no, I fucking didn't. Yeah, and, and, and you just you just can't come back from that, can no. you? Like, yeah. you say, mate, just stay positive. It's going to turn. They cannot relate to that feeling. <laughs> Not, <laughs> nothing. That's Frazzo. This happened to me once. Didn't happen to me. I was just trying to give some positive yeah. reinforcement. Mate, I felt bad, like especially for Fraze on the Thursday when he had to tell me I was getting dropped from the VFL for a younger kid for experience. So he was like, mate, this pains me. I was like, don't even. Because there was talk that week of like, oh, oh, oh someone's getting to play thirds. Ooh, yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, what a loser. You're going to walk it. in to all the boys, actually, look them in the eye, and you're always like, I don't want to fucking talk actually, about it. I didn't, when I got to talk Thursday. didn't tell anyone. He didn't tell anyone. I didn't go to the, I went to the, I don't even know where the captain's run. I just went to Preston City Oval the at 10.30 captain's run. <laughs> oh, you don't know their name. You wouldn't even know their names. Nah, everyone was mate. Actually, I didn't even say anything. I was like, I'm not talking to anyone here. Like, I know you're probably nice guys, but fuck you all. <laughs> I'm done. Literally, I'm out of here. Fuck, that is so funny. What is the, um? what are some of the biggest sprays you reckon you copped in your careers? Fuck, I've copped a few. Um, oh, that one I told you about before was yeah, pretty, yeah, that, was, that was pretty ruthless. Um, I, well, I played at Sydney one day and I come on as a sub and I had like seven touches in the last quarter. I thought, oh, went, like went all right, I might keep my spot. And we just got done and Mick come in and goes, where's Nick Graham? I was like, fucking hell, here we go. <laughs> yeah, everyone's listening as well. He goes, how do you think you went today? 
I said, oh, I thought I went all right. And he fucking threw his pen at me. He goes, all right. He goes, my fucking son could try and play AFL and you go all right as well. <laughs> and he's just looking at me, he goes, you're fucking pathetic. And just moved on. I was like, fair enough. All right, I'll take that. Drop the next week. <laughs> Uh, and the worst part is, geez, you were good in the last quarter. <laughs> so no, I wasn't. No, I copped a few from Mick in the day. Fuck, we it's did. brutal. And they're the old school coaches. Oh, they've changed a lot now, haven't they? Yeah. Oh, they but have. They've, they've they really have, they've changed. They've had to. Yeah. That was tough. Big Boulder used to be able to fucking give a spray. Yeah. Yeah, he could, he could yeah. go off. Yeah, he was very happy. <laughs> happy Larry in the media. But fuck, behind closed doors, he could go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He could go off. I just couldn't. Now I can say he's not there. I just couldn't take him seriously. Like... <laughs> Small stature man just yeah. throwing pens at you like, mate. He's looking at me. Don't do that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I'm playing Thursday, mate. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> mine, yeah. Mine weren't, mine, were, mine probably from Rocket, but they weren't really like sprays that you can really remember. It was like just any time when I was playing, which wasn't often, he'd be like, out of nowhere, like the Will Minson thing was like, tall fuck, like going off, Will, you fuck, like yeah. just kind of hardly be like, you tall fuck. <laughs> I was like, where's the RFI there? Like how do I, what what part was that bit? Like missing the 45 inside, not getting down the line, which was it? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> So okay, I'm gonna take that as a whole on a whole. Fuck me. Yeah. It wasn't but, very constructive, was it? Nah. But back in the day, like I remember Maisie's one was the funniest one I've ever been a part of in the room. It was raining and Maisie he was slipping over in the first half, like massively. So I didn't wear the correct boots, like the studs, metal studs. Anyway, gets in. Rock uh no, Guy McKenna goes, Everyone, show me your boots. <laughs> Everyone boots up. Maisie's got molds in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Smacks the board. Someone fucking tell Maisie what boots to wear. And just walked out. <laughs> the best thing about that is everyone's in there with their boots up. <laughs> <He's like, "Hold laughs> oh, shit. I remember when um, Ross Lyon did the same thing and he goes to the leaders. He goes, leaders, what have you got on? And he goes to Luke McFarlane and he puts his feet up and he goes, studs, Ross, studs. He goes, that's exactly right. <laughs> Look at him. He's played 250. He's a leader for the footy club. We go to the showers and we're like, you're wearing ASIC moulds. <laughs> and he's like, I slide to the head coach. <laughs> so by, good. By accident. It was like, so good. Fucking hell. But they're the things. It's like the smallest things would set them off in a game. Like oh. literally one thing before half time or like the things like the boots, they just fucking erupt out of nowhere. Mate, it'd be hard. And it would be hard to coach. You're almost like, oh, geez, coaching. You just want to oh, let they just want to let all the steam out. And literally. they'd be like, imagine them driving home. They're probably like, fuck, I shouldn't have said oh, that. Literally. There's no way they could like every 44 bloke. Like, no There's way. 44 players on the list. They don't like everyone. They probably <laughs> like three. Yeah, legit. Like yeah. goes really hard and he's the best player. <laughs> and the kids like him. We like him. We like him. Everyone else, why can't they be like him? Yeah. Even things like eye contact. Remember, like, you had to make eye contact, otherwise, the coach would flip like Goz up here fuck me I'm trying to avoid me to get, get a kick mate I remember, I remember the first few years I, I got told to do the same thing mm. and like Ross likes eye contact and um, the, or the development coach was like get in his face get in his face on eye contact, yeah, yeah yeah he's like get in his face and I remember like I had my hair long and had a headband on because I couldn't see so I got in front of his eyes and he's like he's like now when we get the ball what are you wearing <laughs> Get that off. <laughs> if I see another headband out in the track, you won't be training. Get that off. <laughs> just shave your head and mate. Just come up like front and center. I go to my development coach. I'm like, I'm fucking not doing that again. <laughs> the worst advice ever. So I took the headband off and was running around, couldn't see all the hair in my face. Literally. Just little things like that. It's it's pretty funny when you look back. Oh, it's fucking funny. But fuck, I don't miss that shit at all. Oh, no, fuck, mate. no. Well, that's the thing now in the workforce. People are like, oh, I'm going to give you like some constructive feedback. And I'm like, all right, go for it. And they go, oh, you got to do this better. I'm like, mate. If you think that's a constructive, you're like, you have no idea what I've been copying the last session. Literally, nothing here could say it'd be worse than 
I've heard before, so just go for it. I know, and people are too scared. I, yeah. I'd actually, it's sometimes frustrating when they beat around the bush. Just like tell give it to it us so we can just fix it yeah, quickly. Just tell me. I'll, yeah. On the other way, though, if you, if you give it to them, sometimes you need to just tone it down a bit. I think that's the thing with like, like AFL play. You're so used to getting so much, like every day getting feedback. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Whether good, bad, or indifferent, most of it's bad in our instance. But like every day you're copping, like, you need to do this, you need to do that. Mm. So, like, when you're in the workforce, it's just like, it's just like what you built. Like, yeah, even you built. the change rooms, mate, you could roll in with a new kit. Have a look at this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what straight away. Is that? <laughs> yeah. pretty good. You're walking, you haven't had a kick, you look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I'm hungover. And you're still walking, yeah. Yeah, yeah hungover. Yeah. <laughs> How are we, fellas? We're having a bad day or what? It's good to see you last. Did you meet good? Nice. Fucking <laughs> funny. When you uh, reflect, who are some of your closest teammates at, um, at the footy clubs? Uh, well, obviously the big man. Fuck, we had a, we had a pretty interesting story, oh, story how we mm. kind of come- uh, Had the bromance start. Become close. Well, so we heard over here. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we roomed together in like a, a Gold Coast training camp. And this is when I was like really into my footy like thought I was still obviously a chance to make and play 450 games. <laughs> but never retrated. <laughs> but we're, on, um, we're rooming together in Gold Coast and we had like a player manual handbook when bolts first come. And I thought I was obviously a chance to play around one. So I was like studying the handbook, like staying up at night, like writing notes and stuff to myself. And- I was room with Goz and Goz. You see Goz looking at me like, who the fuck is this? Well, I did not read that handbook once, mate. Like, Goz did nothing. He's just talking to his ex missus on the phone, eating fucking chocolate, going to play golf. And I'm sitting there just like starting writing notes. Anyway, nothing eventuated of it. But he, oh, yeah, we didn't really click at the start. Nah, start. I was like, this is weird. I think Opposites, chance for they attract. Yeah, literally, literally. And then, um, and then I think I knew my career was absolutely fucked. So then I started to let the hair down a bit. And then we started to click. And- I said, welcome. You know, <laughs> it's a good feeling when you know <laughs> Yeah, that's how it worked, yeah. So that's that's our way. And I think for me, Gold Coast was unreal, like getting close to the boys. So like my close mates up there with Dion, Maisie, um, and now it's just pretty tough. I think Melbourne's, when you come to Melbourne, it's pretty tough to stay in contact with them regularly or catch up because everyone's so busy. Like even now they're still playing, like their schedule would be crazy. My mm-hmm. schedule's crazy, but oh, they're, they're, they're mates that I have for life. And Blues, Nick definitely, um, KJ. Yeah, Which we know the great, great man. Yeah. yeah, great man. Bucks, obviously. Sam Doherty's obviously. Yeah. Doc, yeah, Doc, mates. huge one. So has you know what it's like though. Fuck, mm. like even with Doc, like we're like we're both best mates with him. Like trying to catch up with him now. Yeah. Just such different schedules. I know. You know what I mean? It's crazy. It's funny when we, when you're playing, you you've always got free time in the Arvos, but then I guess you get to that mm. age now that everyone's a bit older. Yeah, mm. we got other things on. Like I fucking hate seeing people throughout the week now. I'm a Friday, Saturday, Sunday type operator. Yeah. Oh, like, so Monday to Friday, literally. Don't talk to me. Just bunker down, yeah. just let loose on Saturday. <laughs> and you go fucking. No, I'm not drinking Sydney <laughs> again. <laughs> You'll leave a happy hour from Friday and probably Saturday Arvo. <laughs> Saturday Arvo, not a Saturday night man anymore. No, I love like twelve p.m., twelve o'clock midday beers. Is like yep. my thing now. Yeah, right. I've always, yeah, I need to start doing that because late nights are killing me. Mate, oh, mate. See, we're, yeah, we, like, we party a bit, but like late nights, like we've, we kind of wrap it up midnight later. Midnight. Now. That's good. But starting from 12 or 12, like 12, you get 12 hit. hours. Fuck yeah, me. stay out of trouble with the miso. Yeah. It's good. What, what, what's, the, what's the go-to place for you in Melbourne? Because I, I am still quite new and I haven't had many day sessions. So I'm more of a, oh. you know, night hour. Have you been electric? So yeah, drop his electric kind of guy. Yeah, been electric, but that's yeah. more night time. That is night time. What's like a day? Like 12 day. o'clock onwards. The Emerald in South Melbourne. Emerald's unreal. Just a uh, punting pub, like yep. unreal, family owned. Great um, food. Sit like sit there. They'll put a TV in the back room for you. Just sit yeah, out there man, and a couple of mates. Fucking vape in the corner. It's great. Little vape job. <laughs> yeah, little vape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, vape in the corner, yeah. Are you a vapor? Uh, vape, vape and barley. It's partial barley vape. Barley, <laughs> yeah, big on the barley dust lately. <laughs> Got a few friends going over there. Yeah, I think- we're more pubs now. I'd love a pub. Like just generally just settling in for a pub for the 12-12 sesh. Yeah. 
like back an absolute donkey somewhere. Oh, mate. How just, hard is it to like not back a donkey? Mate, I'm fucking like a magnet to donkeys. <laughs> I'll see one out there, I'm like, yeah, eight. Mate, I'm <laughs> we should just get together, then we can eliminate at least 20% of the field. Where's the chance? Goz has got the Goz gets severe social anxiety anytime he steps in a place where he thinks oh. people know him. So, like, we oh, need, need to get you cop it, wouldn't you? I'm the worst. We need to go to the most low key ninjas pubs. Just the dirtiest yeah. little corner. Yeah. So no Goz is just, just in his head, just in heaven. He's like, no, I love it. Yeah. Great. I love it. I do have social anxiety. Yeah, it's true. That's right. Yeah, do you get all. heaps of people coming up to you now with everything that's happened? Uh, it's not too bad. It's and I don't hate it. Like, yeah, well, you love like it. it's great because you know they're the reason why stuff like this works and this clothes and my personal stuff. But it's pretty full on. Like you, you guys know the same. Yeah. Like people just want to chat about footy and they want to oh, know. That's everything. the worst one, isn't it? Literally, and they want to they want to take a photo and it's like it just it's just all in your face so quickly, and that over time is built up. And I'm like, I don't hate it, but if I don't. If I can avoid those situations that I know make me feel uncomfortable, I'll do it. Oh, yeah. We went to Hotel yeah. Sorrento and the school is on down there. Oh, and wow. that's like his demographic oh, of yeah. people who just Fred love Lutter. him. And I was sitting there having the best time ever. But like, he was just getting <laughs> was fucking it. flocked. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I would like, like, it obviously is good in a way, but I'm mm. like, fuck, you just want to sit down and enjoy yourself. Yeah. That's, that's the good. thing. You just know, you, you want to walk into a, a space where you don't have to worry about all that. Yeah, it? exactly. And well, for them, I'm sitting like, in the corner having a cigarette having the best time ever. <laughs> But for them, like, I, I put myself in their shoes, like, I do 100% the same thing, mm. like, 100%. But it's like, it's one of those weird ones, like, in, until you can explain and experience it, it's kind of hard to be like, that really makes me, like, super anxious to do that. Like, you you and your mates in a corner, like, getting your photo now, phone out and taking a photo, or you're talking about me, like, you're planning, you know, in 10 minutes to go talk to him. Like, that makes me super uncomfortable. <laughs> like, just be normal. Yeah, just like, walk up. Literally, bring a beer over and have a chat. Let's just yeah. do that. Oh, that's easy. And just don't ask about footy. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my first career. <laughs> it's pretty save, easy. Save that for the Yellows American Aces yeah. podcast. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, Are you boys still playing footy while we're on it? Oh, oh I'm having a One kick. is? Yeah, yeah, I'm down in Warrigal. Oh, yeah, down in Warrigal. Back down the Hey, you'd be racking him up down there, wouldn't you? I've had a few, yeah. I missed, so I'd done an old man's job. I'd done my calf a couple of weeks ago. Did so you? I'll be back this week. Got three games to go. I'm playing with Jed Lamb. Oh, yeah. Me and, Lam- me and Lammy down there. You're a Gippsland boy as well, aren't you? Yeah. So he's, he, um, he's, he's dominated. Um, oh, mate, he's a gun. Like, he's kicked. I think he's kicked. Like, we're, we've won three games here, so we're no good, but I think he's kicked 70 goals or something. He know. was an absolute superstar. It was Dyson Heppel and him mate, in oh. our uh, TSC Cup granny. We we won it and we played Gippy. Were you, were you in that as well? Or nah, you below no, that? I was below. A yeah. Years younger. And that was, Jed Lamb was the... It was the next Crazy biggest thing. Good, yeah. Mate, he's um like he's he's fat as a house now compared to what you would have yeah, remembered. Right. Like he's put on a bit of weight, but he fucking does some freaky shit. He's an unbelievable footy player. Both feet. Oh, and be- like overhead, like just does freaky shit. Yeah. Like he's got a bit of X factor about him. Yeah. He Not kicked me. he kicked ten the other week and like like six of them were just from the boundary. Like just doesn't miss. So nah. it's good footy. Yeah, that mm. is good footy. What are you, mate? Nah, you mate, still- nothing. I did try to go out to Greensboro. I played one preseason game last of the quarter. Did my Achilles. Went for surgery. <laughs> oh, you're so kidding. I was done. So I was supposed to play with Matty Cruz, Tommy Bell there, win a flag. Had all these great intentions and like literally Who's did Matty my Achilles. Cruz played on the weekend for Greensboro. They're lo- they've loaded up, haven't they? With loaded Josh Caddy. Up with Josh Caddy <laughs> yeah, there Cades as well. Yeah, I saw him in Goldie the other week. Yeah. Tommy yeah. Bell. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Bell. It's unbelievable. They'd so have to win it with all that. Oh, fuck. They're like fifth so. or something. Fifth. It'll be work they to do. They just need to make the finals. Literally. Yeah. So no, no. That was the Achilles. That's a nasty injury, mate. Done four of them. Have you? Yeah, cooked, mate. No injuries good. weren't. That's that's the rate. Let's be honest. You had some nasty injuries throughout your career. Yeah, I had four four Achilles, two shoulders, and a hip. Your body just wasn't made for AFL footy, was it? My body's just yeah. I think initially, like getting drafted, it was, and then as soon as that first Achilles happened, like I was never never the same. Yeah, and just played on my on my mental state, my physical state. Like even now, like I can't run. I could I could physically 
lung-wise and fitness capacity, I could run 445Ks, but physically I'll run a 530K. It used to be men. He used to be men in 2Ks. Yeah. He used to hum to like around the fucking- Hey, one of the, one of the best rigs we've ever seen. Oh, uh, so you're flattering me. It's, right. it's, it's, it's an, it's maybe it's not made to play footy, but <laughs> no, it's not. It's but it looks not. good. But it looks good. <laughs> I think we'd be the same. Like, you get out of bed now and just probably film footy, like, something's fucking sore. You go for a run and you're like, oh, that's fucking sore. Oh, man. I've got the Baker's cyst behind my knee. Oh, do you? That's oh, that. yeah. Just like, I think it's from golf. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, you, I've got blisters <laughs> from golf. <laughs> you, know, you know, you fuck when you play a round of golf, you pull up sore. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, sore. You're you're what, what are you doing today? I've played 18 holes. Fucking hilly ass. I walked 12 games. You're right, knees. Just bought a car. Literally icing up. One of the physios, mate. You need to just get on the ITVs and roll it out. I'm a physio. I like it. I'm I'm down about eight kilos since I finished. I think I just literally started gym last week. My knees already blown up. Um, Let's go to the um, Stewie Jew tattoo on the ass. I wanted to ask you about that. When did the actual decision to say, fuck it, I'm tweeting something, and then <laughs> Fuck now. So impulsive. We were so together, impulsive. I reckon, when you tweeted it. We were pretty close. We're, I reckon we are blocked. It was the Gorringe Cup, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, my it? God. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was, yeah. It would have been la- last year. Got to, sorry, this year. So and, last year. That's right. And you said that if Gold Coast win, yeah. I'll tattoo Mars. That's how confident you were. Literally. Well, the, the Blues at the time were like, not red hot, but three in a row. And that's red hot for Blues. <laughs> and Gold Coast were coming off the back of like a 100 point, 80 point, 60 point loss. So I'm like, there's not a fucking chance in this world that Gold Coast knock over Carlton at Marvel Stadium on Sunday at 3.20. Anyway, lo and behold, I've tweeted at Mike, how good's that? Went to lunch, come back and go, oh my God, this has probably got a lot more traction than what I thought it was going to initially. Let's ride out, see what happens. <laughs> quarter one, even, half time, not, that's not that really that good. Three quarter, holy shit, like this is bad. Fourth quarter, like genuine disbelief. I was like, fuck, that's really, really bad. Like I have to go through it now. There's been you know, a thousand retweets, comments left, right and center. It's on Channel 7 News, like they're doing articles. <laughs> so I was in a world of pain. And it was, I don't know if it was during COVID, but we couldn't travel. Maybe the borders were still shut. Anyway, started this year, got it done. Stewie Jew taking a full kick on my butt cheek. And then the tattoo artist, my first tattoo ever really. Oh, did it hurt? Took six hours. Oh, Color. And colors so much, I don't know if you guys got tattoos, colors so much more painful than black and white. Like they have to get right into the skin so the color stays in. <laughs> So five hours in, she brings the mirror around and I go, oh my God, that's fucking horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's, thank you. But that's, it's like when you get a shit haircut. You go, how is it? Yeah, awesome. Thank you. I was like, oh my God, that is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen. Oh, it's one of the greatest <laughs> acts of integrity like, to go through with it. And, did, you actually, did, you actually, did he ever reach out to you, Stewie? Like, did he give yeah, you anything? He, are you guys no, buzz? No, no. Here's a message. I think it pushed him further away, if anything. <laughs> nothing. Wow. So I haven't heard anything. No, the son's reached out and they, um, they played along with it, but he'd never. He'd know, though. Surely he'd have to yeah, know. Oh, 100%. He'd he'd have to he's know. on your ass, Chad. Yeah, literally. So I've got him on there. Channel 7 News have put it on TV. <laughs> Mate, the, Mate, footy, the, the, the actual footy that they've done. Oh. It's horrific, <laughs> isn't it? It's fucking terrible. Can you get it redone or what? Well, yeah, I don't want it, mate. Oh, because it hurts. Well, the, she, with the footy, it's a yellow footy with white. Like the, the photo that I gave her, the, the footy, there's a big white logo on the footy, so it's you can't really see it. Anyway, she goes, white and yellow are the, like the, the most painful. Like that's going to hurt a lot. <laughs> Didn't help Gold Coast Suns, yellow predominantly. <laughs> so like when she started finishing off last hour, yellow and white, like I shit you not, I like would have, if I was holding your hand, I would have broken it. Like it was so sore. So sore. Is that your first tattoo? I got a home job tattoo on my foot, which just says better. 
in the worst handwriting, but that's my first genuine like sit down and yeah. chair set. Five hours is a big sesh. Oh, have you got one? No, I don't have any tats. Yeah, nah. same here. I've got a tattoo. So no. yeah, can only imagine You're the missing pain. out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's a lot of fun. Get Rossi, I'll get yeah. Mick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, don't get Mick, I'll get Ross. <laughs> Fuck, that is funny. What about, um, and what about the Big Brother experience? We uh, yeah. we know about that's a while ago, but like yeah. what actually happens on Big Brother? Because my, my understanding is I know you and a few others that- yeah. There's a lot of content created, but they don't mm. put it. They don't put it on the TV, which is quite frustrating. Nothing, nothing. Yeah. So essentially, what you see on the show for one hour, so say it's a one hour episode, that's 23, 24, 25, 26 hours, the best bits of it. So for most of the days, we were literally they'll put in half an hour of general conversation, strategy, and then the challenge, and then eviction, and that's the episode. But for us, we were literally sitting around for forty two days, being like, we are so fucking bored. Like we've literally now day. Day three, you've spoken to everyone, you know their life story, you know why they're there, you know, you know, families, whatever it might be. So you've exhausted all like the fun part of being there, getting to know people. The novelty's worn off now, being in the big brother house. Like you are so bored. Um it was a good experience, but I reckon six days in I was ready to go home. Oh wow. Ready to go home. So the first eviction happened, survived, and then the second eviction I knew Anna, my fiance now, was gonna be in Sydney. So I was like fuck, I hope I get put up for eviction because I can literally bounce from here and go see her like two weeks in. Didn't happen. Go the way, all the way through 42 days. And that was up and down, like, yeah, highs and lows, super emotional. They don't feed you. Like you literally pull on every string they can to get the worst out of you. And then coming out on top of that with COVID. So when I left the house, got the heads up like, hey, might've heard about COVID, but when you come out, like things are gonna be a bit different. And they couldn't say too much because they didn't want to scare us. I was like, okay, things will be too different. You know, they, they do an interview in the car when they take you to the hotel, so you're out now. I'm going through Manly, I'm like going, fuck, I'm not from Sydney, but I know it's a Friday night, and I know Manly could be a bit of a hotspot, and there's literally not one light on or one person around. Like, what is going on? So I freaked out, went up to my hotel room, made the calls I had to, and her mum, dad, how you going, I'm out. I was like, I'm not going to turn the TV on and, and do this now. I'd rather wake up in the morning and unpack it. And I remember turning the TV on, post big brother, and just like crying my eyes out, like, what is going on in the world? Like COVID Fuck. for me, I was two, two, three weeks behind you guys. Yeah, right. And it was so scary. It literally all kicked off though in there, didn't it? All did. Yeah. I missed and you all. you had no idea what no was going idea. on. No idea. No, there was and a skywriter. Yeah. There was a skywriter in the um, in the eye that said, stop F1. I was going, stop F1? What does that mean? It must be a festival here. Stop F1. <laughs> it was for the, the Melbourne Grand Prix. Yeah. I was like, okay. That, yeah, then that just didn't connect. So on a whole, the, the Big Bowl experience was was great. Um, for stuff that's happened post it, but it's super challenging. Like people don't understand what you actually go through. Do you reckon because like, you're so resilient through your football career that that's probably what's helped you get to the end? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's it's just it, I I got you get everyone got real bad anxiety from being in there. Like the way that they set up is one they starve you, so you go from eating regular meals to everyone being on portions, so eating cereal, tuna, and it has to feed everyone. So at the start, it has to feed 25 people and you're not getting more. Then- And you're in, a big boy. So like, yeah. you, want, a, you need more. Literally. And then secondly, you can't contact anyone. So you're like, okay, it's literally just me now with my own thoughts and I don't know these people. And then you start getting into the game. So a week goes by, like, okay, this is actually pretty serious. Like you've got to try and team up with people and get these people out because if you get those out, it'll help you in the long run. And then you're having, you know, people, if you and, and Nick are over there in that conversation, my first thought is they're not having a conversation. They want to kick me out. So yeah. you're on eggshells the whole time. 
um, for 42 days is crazy. Sleeping arrangements, I know these little things, but like the lights go off at midnight and they're on at 5 a.m. But you don't know time. So you're going, how good is this? It's been a pretty long day, but awesome. We go to bed now, I'll wake up, wake up exhausted. Like, why am I exhausted? You've been asleep for a little bit. Because you've got no hours. idea of the time. No idea of the time. There's Four no hours. There's no there. clocks. No yeah, clocks. They're that. big production lights. Like, it's not like normal lights. It's full studio lights on. So, you, first week, you have massive, like, I had migraines, like, from the lights being so bright. No yeah, coffee. Right. Yeah, all these things that you, you don't yeah, realise. Eh? It's crazy, crazy. Well, you're working out heaps. I remember watching when I was younger, yeah. I used to watch it, and they used to just work out and just do saunas. Well, that's the only thing you can do, literally swim, tan, and work out. Like, just to keep your mind off going crazy. So every every day, everyone did something. Um, and then, like, the weird stuff, like you, the people behind the wall. So in terms of here, that you'd be able to see cameramen walking around, and you'd you'd walk over in that room, and then a cameraman would follow you behind the wall and, like, set up and shoot you and, like, it's crazy. In the shower, like literally just through blokes just looking at you. Oh, you can see them looking literally, at you. Yeah. It's so crazy. Like there's, you don't have, in the toilet, there's a camera in the shitter. Like there's, the there's no, no, there's, <laughs> there's no problem. They say that there's like, there's not one corner in this house where you'll get away from us. I was like, oh, watch this. No, there's not. <laughs> Fuck me, man. It's crazy. That is crazy. It's crazy. A great experience, but like, it's a, Yeah. Again, like if I, if I knew that before, I probably wouldn't. What have. was the um? Did anyone lose the plot and it didn't get out like televised? You know, to tell who yeah, it is, heaps. Like, yeah, was, me. Oh, you lost me it. And, me and Matt Garrick, we lost it. So people kept getting evicted and they get thrown back in. And this is towards I can last five. So we kick someone out. There's four of us left. We go, how good? Tomorrow's our last day. Like so, we we know if we're gonna make the final. If we don't in the final, awesome. We're going home. And we kick someone out, and all of a sudden, Big Brother stored him in a room and brought him back in. And everyone's the, the last three people. So Chad. I think it was Sophie. So Chad and Sophie were dating. Chad's going, how good is this? The best thing in the world. My, Matt and I were like, fuck this. Like that is day 41. You pull that shit. Like that is absolutely fucked. Like get me the fuck out of here. I do not give a fuck anymore about this show. Like now you're just fucking with us. Like we had a one in four chance to win 250K and now you fucked it for us because someone gets a second chance. When's my second chance? So Matt and I went around the house throwing chairs around. Like <laughs> oh, I stood the front door. I was like, let me the fuck out. I've had enough. Oh, like trying to get out. Trying to get out. And then the senior producer the big, big dog at, uh, I think it's on 10 or 7. Big dog at 7 was like, come to the diary room. It's like, how dare you act like that? Like, you are carrying on like children. Like, I've never seen it like this before. <laughs> bar, right? You need to calm down. Like, this is unacceptable behavior. I was like, okay. That's when I knew I was in trouble. I was like, okay, if the big dog from 7 is coming down and tell you to calm down and it's not Big Brother's voice, you fucked up. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was crazy. But it's there. So that's, yeah, I cracked it. But everyone has their moments where they're like, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah. Mm. It sounds like the same thing on every show. They just get mm. everyone in the funnel and then just starve them and <laughs> sleep deprived and wait for the Literally. drama. Well, there's yeah. no beer or, or anything in ours. Like, like you have one beer every three days. And it's rations, but it's not and like no the other coffee. ones. Fuck that no way. coffee. Yeah. yeah. What was the one thing that you, if you, you know, you know, they give you like challenges. What's the one thing that you just wanted for like one night? Um... Is there anything oh. you should just craving? You'd always be like, fuck, I'd love this right now. Yeah, Doritos for some reason. Doritos. Some Doritos. Yeah, some Doritos. They always give you like a bucket of KFC or something. They gave us KFC. That was great, but we just felt so sick. Like your stomach goes from being like your normal stomach to like a pee because you're not yeah. eating. So like you get all this feast of KFC, but like what am I going to do with that? Did like, you lose so a bit of weight in there? Heaps. I'm, I'm 105 normally. I came out at 94. Oh, fuck wow. me, man. Yeah. Came out lean as, like Anna said, you are – you look gaunt in the face, like you're so, so skinny. You put it straight back on just from eating or just yeah, take it off? Yeah, eat. Yeah, ate you it back on. You would have so much fat if you were just eating rations too. Literally, I was just like, just so lean and no weight on me. Yeah. So, 
It's funny getting the other side of it all, isn't yeah. it? And then obviously you come second, didn't you? Second, yeah. So like, what was that like? Because that's like all, everyone only sees the real the highlights and all that. But yeah. that would have been out of all the all the um, trauma you've gone, kind of gone yeah. through. And then you get there, like, fuck, I might be winning two hundred and fifty k. I think the whole mm. of Australia thought you should have won. Yeah. Were you just like, were you genuinely filthy? Uh, I was pretty filthy throughout it, the whole thing because my time in there was totally different to what was shown on TV because they can obviously edit it how they want. So when I was seeing it, I was like calling the producer and I was like, this is pretty fucked. Like, you know that nothing that you've edited is how it happened. Yeah. And that's going to affect my chance of winning this. And they just butter you up. They say, look, no, no, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Like, no fucking more. Like, Australia, Australia has just seen that edit of me. Like, that's fucking not on. Um, And then not to win, I was like, I probably knew through the edit that I'm not going to win this, but, yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, they butter chat up towards the end, didn't they? they really, yeah, they, they did. started to sell that well, story. Well, in your in your contract, it says that they can pick the winner. Really? Yeah. So it says if it, one of the clauses, and it's only probably the only contract I've read. It says <laughs> uh, <laughs> it says literally like uh, the winner can either be decided by Australia vote or producers can choose the winner of the show. That's mad. Yeah. Yeah. Pure mud. I know. So I was feel I was you know, money winning great, but it was just like filthy. It was like, let me just just play it out. Like who knows? They're not gonna say, Yeah, we picked the winner, but just yeah. let it organically happen. Show the show how it was. Don't do this. It was good though, you and Maddie, you had a good little dream team yeah. there and a lot of people knew both years. So it was actually a good it was a pretty yeah, good watch good. just seeing all that. But yeah. yeah, when we found out there was more entertaining clips <laughs> cut out, I'm like, You're kidding. <laughs> oh, no, You're heaps. kidding. Heaps, heaps, heaps. I want to so. see the one of you throwing chairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe message the producer. I heard you <laughs> I'm with them pretty well. That's great. Well, as we round out, we've got our, our, um, our some of our favourite segments and boys caps. Everyone listening obviously knows I've got one on at the moment. Funny, we've got the same hats right here. That's how good these are. Yeah. Take Beautiful. the uh, barcode off, nice boys. We've got the, um, are you into the American sports, you lads? I, I am. Nick? Uh, I'm not as much. I watch a bit of basketball when it's on, so mm. I'm a big LeBron man, so the Lakers, uh, Lakers hat will go down yeah. well. I'm trying to get same. the barcode off here, but I've got no nails, so not, maybe you try to get that I'm off. I'm a bit about barcode, so. Are you NFL, NBA, both? Both, mate. Rams and Lakers heavily. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're, a, you're like set the alarm before I am top or I'll get off a red zone. Oh, you're like me. Yeah, I'll get off. something coming. We can, we'll we'll yeah. talk about this. This yeah, is yeah. great. We've got... um. No one realised, but last year I was going to go really hard with NFL and then COVID hit. But this year we're going yeah, hard. I will I'll be stream. I will literally be streaming with this stuff. So yeah, I'll, go, um, I'll get. I'll get up and generally. I love it. Yeah, it's good. Cool. Well, I follow Baltimore Ravens because of Lamar Jackson, but I can't. Lie, I'm not going to lie to you. Like I literally love so many players, so mm. many teams. Yeah, um, and fantasy brings a unique element as well. So good. So, so good. Well. Caps, everyone that's uh, listening and watching, you know it's a home of headwear and they do plenty else. So make sure you head to www.capswithaz.com.au uh, and use the discount code ACES at checkout so you can look like the boys across mm. me. Um, now, lads, we've got two segments for Caps. Ooh. Our home, at, you know, our friends at Caps, this yes. show wouldn't be possible without them. We love them. The Caps moment. We'll start with positive. Yeah. If you were to sum up your careers, Ooh. what has been the greatest moment in your whole professional career? Thus far. Footy and business now? I think so, yeah. Um, I think the greatest moment for me is probably with, – so with footy, you knew you were talented and it was probably going to happen. Um, then you get a job outside of footy and you kind of just fall into it and you do it. But the biggest thing and most rewarding thing so far has been generally just taking the plunge on Sippy, being like, you know what, I back it in. I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm going to take a punt on myself. So footy teams take a punt on you, your employer takes a punt on you, but you don't really take a punt on yourself. So to be able to do this, that's for me is like the most rewarding thing. And it might not, you know, hopefully it does and we'll do the right things to make it 
you know, be what it can be. But if it doesn't, you, you will still look back on it or I'll look back on it and be like, fuck, I did that. That was pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. that's a great Caps moment. Mm. It's spot on. And the sippy beer, the lager, it's very good, lads. Like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not pissing in your pocket. It's always, I was a bit nervous when I cracked it. You know, like, <laughs> it's not a sample pack. <laughs> yeah, this is very good. So anyone listening, like I'm being completely authentic and real and organic, this is a great beer. So mm. well done and that's well said. Thank you. You're right. They always mm. say bet on yourself. Yes. And you really do do it. So yeah. I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing where you can take this. Mm. Nikki boy, what about you, mate? What's the greatest moment of your life? The Caps moment. Uh, I won't copy Goz. Obviously, Sippy's a, a big achievement. But for me, um, probably when I made partner at my employee now, so where I'm working now, obviously, I said before, I left school when I was 15, so year nine. Like, mm. you look, see a 15-year-old kid now, you're like, fuck, he's young. You know what I mean? I go, fuck, I left school when I was at uh, that age. Um, so I'd upskill myself through when I was playing footy to give me a chance, obviously, to do what I'm doing now. So obviously, make partner of a business, which is as big as what we are, was probably the biggest moment for me um, and my professional career. Like I said, footy... You're not, you're not given footy, but like there's a lot of good moments, there's a lot of bad moments, but I feel like what you achieve after footy really obviously mm. molds you and who you're going to be moving forward. So uh, for me, yeah, making partner where I'm working now is probably one of my biggest achievements. That's mm. great. Congratulations. I didn't know that. That's a massive achievement and they're two great Caps moments, lads. So well done and thanks for sharing. Now, this is one that's probably picking up a bit more momentum because, as you know, all the news outlets, they don't like a good story. No, they, no. they fucking love a shit one. <laughs> they just love a shit one. Like, you turn the news on and, oh, it's fuck, someone shit. else is fucked up. Like, <laughs> oh, you wouldn't believe it. Someone else has done something really bad. So this is uh, this is the Caps Clanger. So mm. this is a moment where you look back, you know, in your life and there's just one thing that you've completely fucked up. <laughs> what is your Caps Clanger, Goz? Oh, jeez, where do I start? Fucked up a lot, <laughs> mate, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know. I think there's a, there's a lot of fucked up and a lot of stuff. More stuff is just like dumb, like dumb, like forgot something or, you know, not read something. Something that's to be typical that I could fuck up. But I think the biggest one is probably in footy, like – I don't normally talk about how I don't want to be arrogant, good or talented I was at footy, but I generally reckon I fucking threw it away. And I wish that if I had my time again, I would have generally invested more time into it, not physically and and the skill side, but mentally. Uh, you know, how do I overcome the hurdles of I fucking hate going to training and I hate game day. So why if you hate those two things, it's pretty hard to perform. Yeah. So how do I? get better at facing those things and I I wish I'd done that so that'd be my biggest thing I look back on and go fuck that was a clanger like I should have generally one opportunity and I fucked it yeah so I'd go back and do that differently and super honest and mm. well done for sharing and you're talking about more the professionalism and the little things that can help yeah those things you definitely everything little things like I wish I could have done so much more extra training could have recovered um, I could have done all the things that you know the players probably doing now and then also, I think just the when we, when we started, probably your mental aspect wasn't spoken about as much. So people didn't say, hey, fuck, I actually don't like being here. Like, what's that reason? Yeah. And I did that as well. I think we all do it. And I wish then, back then, I would say to someone, whoever it might have been at the time, I fucking don't like coming to training. I don't like playing games. Like, they give me super bad anxiety. What do I need to do? Because I don't want to do this for the next seven years. Mm -hmm. And yeah, 
I wish I'd done that at the yeah. start. Yeah. It's, good, it's great advice as well, mind yeah. you, and well done for sharing because there's a lot of, lot of people out there that could be in that mm. boat. And obviously we talk about the mental side of things and there's psychologists at most clubs, if not, it's a lot of external um, sports psych. So essentially go see a sports psych and 100%. speak about these issues so 100%. that you can rock up and dominate. Yeah, definitely. There you go. That's definitely. a huge caps clanger. And that's mm. why I love this segment because it's there's, there's so much variety here and that's a great lesson. Mm. It's good that you shared that. What about mm. you, great man? Um, I'll probably second what God said, to be honest. Like I, when I left footy, like I felt a bit empty. Like, I don't know, like you, you got so much going on in your life and then when you leave, it's kind of all just taken away. You're like, fuck, what do I do now? Mm. Um, and you <laughs> yeah. go through a bit of a dark space, to be honest. And there's that stigma around men where you don't want to speak up don't want to speak to anyone and I, I always thought I'll never I'll never ever go see a psychologist like I'm always bright like you put me to mean guys in a room like I'll be the guy that's just mm. meeting everyone you know what I mean so I never thought I'd need to reach out to anyone and I'd try to fight that for a long time and I thought fuck like it's probably time that I do so probably that stigma around when you leave AFL your stigma around men at the moment that they can't speak up if they're going through issues or they are starting to feel uh, the effects of mental health I'll probably push that away for too long I reckon before I reached out and that's probably one thing I look back on um, that I could have done better and then because it starts to affect everything you relate like my wife mm. started to take note of it uh, my family started to take note of it things like that so um, that's one thing I look back on when I left I was in a pretty dark mental headspace due to obviously the up and down nature of what I was doing and the emotional roller coaster that footy took me on um, probably the time frame it took for me to actual ask for help and put my hand up and say I'm not good here yeah. Um, it's probably the one thing that I'll look back on. And again, probably just taking for granted when you're playing a professional sport, the time you have. Mm. Like, there's so much time you could be. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, I'll look back now and just be like, fuck, I had so much spare time. It could have been like help my family more or yeah. um, trying to progress my career or whatever it may be, like, whatever tickles you fancy. But. You're so busy now when you're playing AFL sport or you got some time on your hands. You just, I just took that mm. for granted yeah. so much. Yeah. It's spot on. And it's good that the boys can listen to this as well. Cause I've been saying that, like when you, we're not, we weren't privileged to, I mean, not privileged is probably the wrong word. We never had, you know, we never won a Brownlow or BNS no. and all that. But those blokes that do, you're like, come on, like you got an opportunity here, maximize it. Yeah, you know? correct. Maximize really- it. You got that time in the afternoon to maybe go through, you know, whether it's things in the community, mm. you can go do more deals. I can imagine really? how many deals you can do once you're in the spot. Like, oh, it's crazy. You, can, you know, off the back of big, big Brother, yeah. like these players should be doing that every, you crazy. know, every month. Well, I actually drive to work and think about it now. I'm like, I'm, I'm driving to work at, go to the gym at five, get mm. to work at 6.30. I'm like, I'll be working until 8.30 tonight. Mm. Quick have dinner with the wife. And then like, my whole day's done. I'm yeah. like, I'm, I used to drive to footy to have train for two hours and have the rest of the day do whatever yeah. the fuck yeah. I want. Yeah. And I, I did nothing. Which <laughs> 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 is like, you take it for granted, but you, you live and you learn, I yeah. suppose. It's uh, no, well done. You boys have touched on the mental side of that, and it's really important. And I'm, as I said, I've, been, I've said this publicly. Like I'm going through that now. Like yeah. you're trying to find the high. There's no highs and lows like AFL football. As yeah. much as the lows, you you almost miss them, don't you? You yeah. miss that feedback. You miss yeah. the challenge of proving people wrong and proving them right. Um, but yeah, it's great. It's great that you guys touched on it, and it's great for people listening as well because there's a lot of people out there that are no doubt mm. going through the same thing. Yeah. Now, this is the show where, uh, this is the segment where it's about the Rixies boys. You know, I've got the sunglass brand, Rix Eyewear, for anyone listening and watching. Thank you, mate. Got Goz, the Grands. The Grands. Got you, the Orbit uh, Mint. Dude, beautiful. Yeah, boys, once Sippy, uh, yeah. again, for everyone listening and watching, we've got a discount code for all of you. Um, it's ACES. So just go to check out and use ACES and you get 20% off and free express shipping for Rix Eyewear yeah. and caps. So 
That's on the house. GG boys look good. Feel sharp. Feel sharp. Where's that arm? Um, where's that stainless steel authenticity? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to turf it, mate. So you send you and Goz a little 500 grand bag. Um, the old double order. It's funny, me and Goz have a funny story about the Rixies, don't we? <laughs> 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 Actually, I owe you a bit of money. I've been to you this I think you can give me some uh, slabs of sticky. Yeah, we'll call it even. I'll stock you up. How funny is that? We got wind that um, we never, I never knew what Goz was doing, but he said, listen, I've got an opportunity here. If you, if you, if you give me a few pairs of sunny, I'll be able to, you know, I'll be able to move a lot of them. And then funny enough, I didn't know what he's talking about. Obviously, there's contractual no agreements. Questions. He said, no questions, but I'll make you proud, son. <laughs> so one month later, he was on Big Brother. I went, fucking, that's what he's talking about. I was setting the big fella 12 pairs. I look on Big Brother, not one bloke wearing sunnies. <laughs> I get in there and they go, fuck, you can't take those sunnies. You don't go, oh my God, you're going to bring it back, right? Haven't seen them again. <laughs> someone's, someone produces fucking monster. Nah, so there you go. In. There's your 21st pair. Yeah, thank you, mate. Appreciate <laughs> but no, put them on, boys. I love yes. asking you while this is on. Now, this is the Ricks and Retirement segment. This is when um, Sippy sells out for billions of dollars um, and everything else you're mm. doing, partners and everything else off field. But once you are, um, once you do finish life, mm. you've got heaps of cash right now. You've probably traveled the world. What is the one place in the world you'd love to take the Ricks and retire? Oh. Oh, great question. question. You only get one location. I've been I've been slipping lately. I've been giving people one in Australia, one here. No, yeah. maybe so I could be anywhere. You can be anywhere, but you can only pick one location. So Sippy sold for billions? Yep, billions. I'm going to Vegas. You're going to live in Vegas? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're down with Anna, but like, oh, okay, so I'm going to live there. Well, you got to retire there. Oh, okay, retire. <laughs> oh, the place. Hey, they're just, the, the Raiders are there now. Yeah, like, true. Nah, I'm going, sorry, change that. Greek island somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, just simple, nice lifestyle. Sun's there. Get away from everyone. I've got a yacht probably. Yeah. Ferrari during the streets. <laughs> Riggs looking sharp. Riggs yeah, looking Riggs unbelievable. Looking <laughs> He's I'm, on rations again. <laughs> <laughs> 94 yeah. kegs. I've got, you know, I've you know, got enough money to be like some pub down there. My favourite pub, hey. I love Sippy. I'll pay you literally to have Sippy there. I'll import it from Australia. It's all good. Stream Sky Racing. Yeah, KO's on somewhere. Yeah. There you That's go. Mate. Greek, Greek Island. Yeah, somewhere there. There you go. Uh, where would I go? I love the idea of Italy. I've never been. My wife would kill me for not saying Italy, but I'm going straight to New York. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I'm, I love New York. I've been. I haven't. I haven't had the um, the pleasure of going to Europe too much, but I've spent a bit of time in New York and love it there. The hustle yeah, bustle of a big city. There's fucking good food joints, nice bars. Mm. It's yeah, that's just, us. Isn't yeah, it? we're all yeah. pretty fast paced. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. New York's New York's a great spot. Yeah, mm. beautiful. Get me to the Upper East Side and a nice penthouse somewhere. Oh, 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 stop it! Stop it! Yeah, yeah, talking, New York. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was literally talking to someone the other day. One of the boys would go, "Where do I stay? Just go to the Dream Hotel and put yourself in there. Go straight." the rooftop for a drink and then work it out. Get to, get to Mr. Purple, you'll be yeah. happy. Oh, what a place, New York. Well, boys, honestly, thanks so much for your time. Um, you, it's great man. to see you. And all the best with Sippy. No doubt we'll be sipping the um, absolute shit out of this this summer and Definitely. spring. Um, again, anyone that's listening and watching that wants some, they're online in four weeks. Uh, so make sure you get ready for that. But yeah, thanks for your time, lads. All the best. And uh, I'll be seeing you guys soon, no doubt. And Thank if you, you are around the uh, the Carlton area, come down and see us at Vintage yeah. Sellers. We'll, put, it, we'll, put, we'll put some stuff up on the socials on that night as well. So great. that'd be great. You guys will be walking around with margaritas. We'll <laughs> <laughs> be, yeah, be there. You'll see it. <laughs> Cheers, lads. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, please feel free to hit us up on our social channels at Osmerican Aces. If you're entertained, inspired, or feel more educated, please share it with your friends and family because we appreciate the support. Righto, catch you on the next one.